All right, everybody, I have a very, very special guest here with me. Um, somebody you have probably seen on your screen at some point, whether flipping through your phone or on Facebook. Um, this show is The Roofer's Coffee Shop, all right? And it's a unique name, and I'm going to be talking with Karen Edwards right here today about how that came about, what their goals are in the industry itself. Karen, how are you? I am good. Thank you for having me, Patrick. It's a real pleasure. I have seen your show many different avenues, okay? I mean, I see them on platforms all over. Um, in fairness, as I told you yesterday, I get some of my information from your show, especially having regarding the conferences. Um, you, Heidi, your whole crew over there do an amazing job. Thank you. But for those who have not heard of your show and your platform, what is it all about? Yeah, so we're, we're I always say we're much more than just a show. We are an online community, mm -hmm. digital community for roofing contractors. And rooferscoffeeshop.com is our website. And we provide news, product information, and learning opportunities for the industry. Uh, we have a, a lot of webinars, and we have an initiative on our website. We call it Read, Listen, Watch. Love it. Because people learn in different ways, right? Some people really enjoy watching video to learn. Other people listen to podcasts. They're very audio-driven. Um, other people like to read. Personally, I like to read. Mm -hmm. Videos, you know, I get tired. Um, so we offer all that content, and all those different ways. So you can come on there, you can watch a webinar, you can listen to it because we've loaded it as a podcast, or you can read the transcript oh. or read an article about it. And our goal is really education and not even just education about new products, but education about technology, um, education about business efficiency, um, how to be more profitable, how to improve your estimating skills, how to grow your sales, how to understanding marketing. So we, we tried to provide an, an, a holistic approach for a roofing contractor to be successful in his business. And we are really committed to partnering with our associations. We really see the value that associations bring to the industry um, in terms of resources, education. This show here is a great example. Through the NRCA, this is their annual show. And a contractor walking this floor is going to be overwhelmed with yes, information probably yeah. because it's a big show. Um, so yeah, the, it, it's all about learning, education, and we also are committed to elevating the professionalism of the industry. Um, we have a campaign called Roofing Respect. Mm. Um, we hand out stickers that say, the next time you see a roofer, look up to them. Because, I mean, roofing is essential for life, and yeah. everybody's got one. <laughs> I want to know your opinion about something. I was talking about this with our crew a little bit earlier. Uh, no matter what conference I go to, whether it is IRE or a roofing process or a roof con, it doesn't matter. Anytime there are booths like this set up, the one thing that continues to bother me is that people will show up here and they'll have their sales rep with them, a business owner and a VP, or they'll bring someone like that who won a sales competition. And yet the Raptor trucks will drive up here and the nice cars and the nice dinners. But I don't see anybody who actually does the work, the worker who actually gets onto the roof. And it bothers me sometimes. I'm interested in your opinion, being in this industry longer than me, that I go to some of the breakout sessions and I hear people referred to as laborers or low-skilled labor, things like that. I wonder how, if your show is, is like mine, maybe it bothers you a little bit. I see a lot of tech. I see a lot of great companies like that, but I struggle to see that crew who walks in here with 30 guys who, who actually nail the shingle into that roof anymore. Let me tell you who's making great strides tell me. in bridging this gap, and that's SRS Distribution. They have created a Paralatinos lounge. Solid over there. Uh-huh. It's only speaking Spanish in there. All the presentations are in Spanish. Um, they have a person, Julissa, who is, that's her job. Her is to provide that outreach to the worker, 
that's mm-hmm. putting that roof on, the worker in the field. At their um, tailgate out in the parking lot on Tuesday, they had a happy hour just for Paralatinos. There was a mariachi band, there was awards given out. Um, they are setting that stage. And I think as an industry, we're gonna be taking strides. We are personally Roofer's Coffee Shop. Our site is in Spanish, so click of a button, you can go from English to Spanish. You've got to speak that language, you've gotta reach them. And so those stickers I was talking about, we have them in Spanish too. That's great. Yeah. See, I think it also is gonna come with, and again, like your opinion about this, when the narrative out there is you can't be profitable unless you're 1099. Um, and I've got a couple roofers. I've got my largest client is Eustace Roofing in Florida. Um, they're roofer of the year for Dimitri's crew. 170 employees, not W-2, or all W-2, not 1099. A highly profitable business with health insurance and you know, doing things the right way. And when I asked Jason down there, I said, you know, tell me about your people. He's, they're athletes is what he calls them. These guys are my athletes. I treat them like they are athletes. I give them the uniforms that makes them feel proud of their job. I treat them like they are the most expect, and he does. Um, and it's not a gimmick. I think there's a, there's a shift that needs to happen to the fact that you can be profitable with W-2 employees. And by treating people that way, you set yourself apart from your competition in a way that's going to be impactful at the dining room table. It's happening. And it's, you know, I just came from an education session. So one of the hats I wear is I'm the executive director of the Roofing Technology Think Tank, R- cool. RT3. And we had five of our contractor members on a panel talking about culture, workforce, recruitment, and retention. And Charles Antis from Antis Roofing in Irvine, California, he calls his team superheroes. Cool, I like and it, I like it. He's got 130 on staff, you know, they're not 1099s. And because he's in Southern California and they just had two weeks of torrential rain and he's got 2,000 houses with tarps, he's just hired, uh, I don't know, 15 or 20 more people over the last two weeks. and. You know, a little nervous because, it, oh, there's a labor shortage. We can't find anybody. Mm-hmm. But he's created such a culture that he doesn't have a labor shortage yeah. because people want to come and work for him um, and they stay. Uh, so it, it's really interesting that, you know, you, you bring that up. And I know there are there are some great 1099 type crews out there. And that's sure. just what they want to do. They want to just work and, and, and do their thing and get their money and go home at the end of the day. But creating that culture and building that community within your business it, it, it helps it, your business will grow yeah and giving back charitable that was another key topic about doing it together donating a roof uh, donating labor for a habitat build and and doing that together with your team that creates culture as well and that's you know that's creating a family so I think going along those same lines there's an organization I do some work for called construction angels um, and I think that if people got involved with seeing what this organization sees, which is they give payments, actual cash payments, to the families of those fallen construction workers. So in the state of Florida, they have 14 different states. Um, Christy Gibbs is the one who runs it. And she, um, it started as by the interstate. Uh, construction workers on the interstate get hit oh, far right. too often. Right. You know, a statistic she gave me is it's 4.5 people every single day in the United States die on a job site. And, you know, it was shocking to me. It's like a pandemic you don't hear about. Um, but they're the ones stepping in. I've had the chance to do it, to talk with these families and then give a cash. Here's $8,000 so you can stay in your house. Not a college fund, not closed, but true money that you can use. Um, and I think that the way the industry is set up right now where you have these 1099 and these deaths happen, people fall off of a roof. And then they separate themselves from that person because they're not a part of the company. It's uh, you're a part of me, but you're not until something bad happens. And I believe this is a real initiative. I'm happy to hear there are people that are doing something about it. 
Um, I wish I was telling my crew, I wish I have done more on this show thus far. I need to do more mm -hmm. um, to bring awareness to the fact that these, this is stuff that happens every single day out there. And I'm not trying to bring this conversation down. I'm sorry. Oh, but I I, know. We're getting a little. I know. I know. It's <laughs> like I expected this. But it's, a, it's something real out there that unfortunately new people in the industry think, oh, it won't happen to me. But it does happen to those people, and mm -hmm. I wish we were. I'm happy to hear more people are doing something about it. Thank, it's good news I hear here, but I, I, I just wonder what else could be done. I'm sorry to get it down on that, but well, fair I mean, thing. Have, having panels like we did this morning, Christy Holbrook, she's the co-owner and president of Graham Roofing in Mississippi, and she said, "My, they're my family. We laugh together, we cry together. I smack them upside the head when they piss me off. You know, it, it, it truly is that family. And, and when someone is in need, the family comes together and supports you. So there's, there's a lot of benefits to it." Which I would like to know from you. We, we talk about the industry. We've talked about the negative right now and what can be done. What do you think is going right right now? I and mean, I ask you this question because you, you've been all over the country. You talk to roofers, PAs, insurance companies. You've talked to everyone. What's going right right now that we should be excited about the rest of this year? They're, they're, everyone's very busy. There's mm -hmm. a lot of work out there. There's a lot of opportunity out there. And I, I'm seeing there's... There's more support than ever, I think, from our, our manufacturers and our distributors that are, are helping people be successful. Mm -hmm. um, I look at you know the three bigs, the distributors, they all have technology, they all offer um, training. Everybody wants to see that success because when a roofing contractor is successful in their business, we're all successful, right? Um, so yes. I, I think that, that this is 2023 is going to be a really good year and there is plenty of work for everybody and there's no reason that anybody should be struggling and if you are then you need to talk to your sales reps talk to your manufacturers talk to your distributors come to roofers coffee shop right um there are resources out there that can help you yeah roofers coffee shop um Take me back to how you started this thing. I've seen you at, I think the last time I saw y'all, I don't know which conference, but I remember it was at a Florida Roofing, I think in Sheet Metal, y'all were there and yeah. um, doing yeah. your thing over there. So tell me a little bit about how you and Heidi, or if it was just you, how's it all get going? Okay, so I'm going to take you way back to tell the early back. 90s. Okay. Vicki Sharples started a, a newspaper called the Roofers Exchange. And it was known for, it had industry news in it, and it would sit on the counters at the distributors um, and have classified ads. And people loved it. it I, I don't even know how frequently it came out. But then, you know, she was kind of a visionary. And in 2002, she said, I got to have a website. Um, and for reasons, it's kind of funny, um, roofersexchange.com, if you read it the wrong way, says something else. And she said, oh, I can't put that out there on the internet. I need to call it something else. Okay. So she turned to her friend Heidi. And Heidi's father was a contractor. And when he would go into a new town, he would look for whatever coffee shop had all the pickup trucks parked out front. And he'd go inside and he'd talk to the, the local contractors in there. He'd find out where the closest lumber yard was. He'd maybe say, where can I go and pick up some some day laborers sure. to help me out. And so one day Heidi said, I got it. Let's call it the Roofers Coffee Shop. So just like in those old days where that's where you get your news and information and find all that stuff out, we're going to be a website that delivers that same experience. And um, so Heidi then, you know, Heidi has a long history in the industry um, 
working for manufacturers. She had her own business. She still has her own business. Uh, she went to Eagle View in, in the early years. And I followed Heidi around. We worked together at Carlisle. We worked okay. together at Eagle View. Um, and then she, when she uh, left Eagle View, Vicki said, hey, why don't you come on board and, and be a partner with me? And she said, yes. And um, she reached out to me maybe a year or so later. And um, I, had, I had left Eagle View recently because you know, there, there was an acquisition and, and sure. things change. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And she said, well, why don't you just help us out a little bit? I, we need somebody to, to proofread our articles or edit or write a couple. And I was like, okay. And then other people, just from being in this industry, okay, this is the power of networking. Mm -hmm. um, somebody would say, oh, you, you don't work there anymore? Well, what are you doing? Yep. And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm helping out here at Riffers. Well, can you help me? And I was like, okay, all right. I guess, I guess I better set up an LLC and see what happens. And I never once had to, so, like, sell, I, I, you know, or advertise or say, I'm looking for work. It was just like, oh, I need this. I need this. And now pretty much, you know, I'm at Roofer's Coffee Shop with Heidi. I've got the RT3 Think Tank. I have a couple contractors that I work with, mm -hmm. a manufacturer's rep. And, you know, I help with PR, marketing, writing, um, awesome. all, a little bit of everything. And I love it. All right, everybody, and this is the magic of cinematography. We are not at the same desk at the same time, but that's because I wanted to take a break from this podcast and talk to you about my friends at Scorpion. You know, I was just here editing the video right now, and I had to go through a number of different websites to download some plugins and do some different things. And I'll tell you, I was attracted to the website that was easy to use, had functionality, and at the same time, it gave me directly what I wanted. This is exactly what you're going to get with Scorpion, a website built specifically for you and your business that's going to be functional and give your potential clients exactly what they want. This is so key, everyone, and what I want to tell you about. You can get a great website built with another company, but you need the experience of Scorpion with over 6,000 exterior remodeling businesses under their belt. What they're going to be able to do is identify specifically what your customers want and build a website around it. Folks, when you're talking about a website, experience counts. You want to make sure you have somebody that has dealt with it before, can answer your questions, and get it done right the first time. Don't waste your money. Get over there with Scorpion. We're going to put the website right across the bottom, right here. Head on over to Scorpion. You will not be disappointed. They'll walk you through a tutorial and uh, show you all the great things that they can do for your business. And now, back to that podcast. It's so much fun. So, yeah, Heidi and I um, just complement each other so well. I think, you know, she has certain strengths and I have certain strengths and they just work so well together. And we both are very passionate about the roofing industry. We love it. It's coming here was like a reunion, you know, seeing all your friends and, and everyone is so nice and they want to help each other out. And I, I wouldn't do anything else. Very neat. Karen, as your show grows, though, there becomes this opportunity to partner with too many people. This person wants your attention. This person wants to sponsor. And, you know, this person wants to give you money to have your time. I, I'm questioning this because it's the same thing as roofers grow. Things become, you know, magnified. And there's no shortage of people that want to sponsor a show like yours to give themselves some legitimacy within an industry. 
And I'm sure you have sponsors and stuff that work with you on the show. Well, so you keep saying show, but I'm we're, sorry, the, the we're platform. a community, yeah. yeah and that, that is how we make our money because we have we have 20,000 contractors a month that come to our website. Beautiful. We have that many followers on each of our social media platforms, right? So our, and I don't like to call them sponsors. I like to call them partners. Sure. Because yes, they get an ad on our site because they want to put their message in front of these contractors, but we truly work together to help them find success that helps contractors find success. So it's more than just an ad on a site How or you, a logo on a page. I'm, I'm curious myself though, um, and as you grow, there has to be that like, wait, we got to partner with the right people. And I'm sure there's something that you've got to look at someone and go, Okay, is this the right company to represent your platform? How do you go about making that choice, and what? How are you, and how are you looking at that? Uh, well, I, th I think you know personally, you you have to you have to look at a company. What's their culture like? What are their core values? What are their what's their mission? How are they giving back? And if they can check all those boxes, great. We're not just going to let anybody. On the site, right? Because uh, if somebody, oh no, I want to get on that site. I, I've got to be there. But you know what? They have a bad reputation, mm -hmm. or they're just not doing things the right way, or you know, then no, no, thank you. Yeah, that's a good position to be in where you're at. I mean, because of your reputation, because of what you give to the community, to have an opportunity to vet. Um, I always worry about where shows are bought from, and I know that that's something. I'm sure. I, I don't know. I'm sure that it's something you consider. Um, you know, what information are we willing to disseminate to everyone else? Are we being honest with our, our audience? And I've got to think that you and Heidi, everyone in your organization, um, has to continually put the community first, not thinking about where are we taking this income in from? Yes, you're exactly right. Put the community first. Okay. Um, because yes, we need to make a living. Yes, we need to pay our bills. So we need money, but we're not we're not in it for the money, if that makes sense. Um, you know, we're not just going to take anybody's. Um, and, and we're also going to make sure that we work together to be successful. Leap is a partner with us. Yeah. They're on our website. Um, we meet monthly and say, okay, what are our goals? How can we work together to achieve them? How can we help find that success? How can we help contractors be successful? How can we educate? Because it really is a lot of education. I'm surprised every time I come to the sh any show really and I and have conversations with people and one of, uh, at the Northeast Roofing show I, I met a contractor and he he loves podcasts and he said I never thought to look if there were podcasts in roofing oh my goodness you know so it you don't know what you don't know yeah. and I we feel like our job is to try to to disseminate that information and make people aware that there are so many resources out here that can help you. Because you get busy running a business, you get caught up in the day-to-day, -day, and you, you forget about that opportunity to expand your knowledge and, yeah. and, and do more for your business. Um, even this morning with the contractor panel that uh, I was at, we, they were talking about giving back. And Charles Antis said, you may think you don't have the time, Mm -hmm. But you need to make the time. And Christy agreed with him saying, uh, I, 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 someone says that to me, I say, you need to find the time because you're, you're not going to be successful. And, and, and the more you give, the more you get back. Yes. Um, and the more you learn. So. When, as, as this show has grown, I'm sure as yours has over the years and your platform that you have, not only on you know, a social media site, but by text. And as you said, you know, you're doing everything where they can listen and watch, they can read. 
do you ever have people that approach you more on the negative side? And what I mean by that is... Oh, we have trolls. <laughs> no, uh, okay, we can go down that road. I, believe me, I know that. Listen, I, I deal with my fair share here. Um, how many times someone can say the same things about me? It's like, okay, we're good. Um, but I'm only talking about the stories themselves within roofing. I've, I've struggled, and I'm going to tell you this. People will come to me with a story. They'll send me something on Instagram like, this roofer did this. Hey, oh. Pat, you know, do you want to focus on that? How do you guard the reputation of your, of your brand against some of the stuff that people are like, hey, this company did this to me? Or do you, I'm sure you get people that we approach. We do not report negative news. Interesting. We you guys don't. made that commitment to, to, mm -hmm. to, the, to the platform itself. Yeah. Some roofing contractor got fined by OSHA for this. This is the third time. We, you won't see that on our site. Mm. We have an entire section on our website called Caught Doing Good. And we write articles about all the contractors that are giving back. Because, you know, those negatives, that's a handful. That's a tiny fraction. Yes. This industry has a huge heart. And just go to RoofersCoffeeShop.com, go to our newsroom, click on Got Caught Doing Good, and see these stories. It's inspirational. And we, you know, we'll... we'll get Google alerts. We set up Google alerts so we can find this information and then we can share it because we want to promote, as I, was, as I said at the beginning, promote the professionalism of the industry, elevate the roofing industry. You're not just a roofer. You're a professional roofing contractor. You're running a successful business. You are providing shelter. Charles always says, keeping families safe and dry. That's yeah. what he does. He's, he doesn't just put roofs on. He keeps families safe and dry. And that's how we all need to think of this industry. Yeah. When I started this show, the goal was to tell the, the story of the roofing contractor. And I think we briefly talked yesterday. The number of contractors I would sit down with in the Florida area at first, who would say something like, yeah, man, yeah, I've been out this about 20 years. We did like nine and a half million last year. And I just, I mean, like you did nine and a half million dollars last year and you've done it over a 20 year period. I mean, that's something to be proud of, but yet most of these guys are out there, like you said, they're involved in their business, and the women and the, the husband-wife duos who do it all over, thinking that that's a norm, and it's not. It's something to be proud of. It, yes. Um, and you didn't do it doing software, no offense to software, but you sell something, you make the money, and you're gone. You did over a 20-year period of getting your butt out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning, making sure the first 10 years you were on top of the roof. Now you've grown. To, it's something to be proud of. And I like that about your show. You highlight the good and the stories within roofing because it's worth highlighting. And I've always liked that about it. I can turn on your stuff on Facebook on the way to work if you guys are doing the back and forth you do. Yeah. Um, and I know that it's going to leave me in a better mood than I did otherwise coming into it. Yeah. And that's very special. I hope you, you guys should know and I hope you do that the response you get is genuine. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, Heidi and I do every week. Um, if now we, we're doing it from here because we're on the road, but we, we just hop on Zoom and yeah, we, 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 we call it the weekly blend. Hey, what's <laughs> going on? Where are you going? What's happening? And we're like, people really watch this? Yeah, <laughs> we look do. at the numbers. We're like, oh, okay, I guess it's useful. But yeah, it's like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's real brief um, and it's quick recap. Here's what happened. Here's what's coming up. Here's where we're going to be. Yeah. It's a great, great thing. I would say I watch it sometimes, but it's not live. But I can always turn it back on Facebook and watch what you yeah. all did. And it, it's a nice thing for me. People think that I get this information from other places, but really, I just kind of watch a show. Um, <laughs> for Florida, maybe I've, if I want something state specific, but I mean nationwide, it's a great thing to have. Yeah. Um, two final questions here for you. Sure. Uh, the reputation that you have in the industry or that I have is different sometimes than what the media paints out there. Um, you know, I live in Florida and uh, lobby in Tallahassee and try to look, do what I can, but. Frankly, it feels like sometimes you're David versus Goliath and the fight is going in the wrong way. Um, and there, there's a, an industry that gets painted with a broad brush. 
yeah. um, especially by big insurance and the money that they have. Not to say some of it's not good, but I feel that. It's, it's terrible when I go out to a roofing, new guy who's in roofing, and you can tell he doesn't walk with his shoulders back as much because he feels like he's being maybe even looked down upon by a community, even by his family or friends. Oh, a roofer? Uh, I'm like, oh, I don't know how you do things. Because like when I sold Timeshare, I got that same thing from Marriott back in the day. And I felt that way. Do you see that that weighs on new people in the industry? And do you see that, that, that guy who comes in thinking, oh, I've got to fight against the reputation. I hear this a lot during sales training. Um, and what, can, what are we doing? Because I, I think you're a part of changing that narrative. Mm-hmm. But it feels like there's so much money put behind the narrative of roofers trying to, to get one over on you. It's, you know, out there right now. Well, and part of this is the negative reporting. Okay. Right? So, yeah, you're... Because, oh, this guy, this little old lady gave a guy $5,000 and he took off and didn't show up. But do you know what happens in a lot of those cases, and we don't always hear about it, is another roofer steps in and helps that little old lady out. All the time. You're so, right. And I think another thing that, that a new person getting into roofing should join their local roofing contractors association. And go to the events, right? Mm-hmm. Go to, I know Florida, FRSA, they have quarterly meetings um, that any member can attend. And listen and learn what's going on in the industry. I think changing the perception of the industry, so I have to give kudos to Reed Ribble. Um, he was a former uh, CEO of NRCA, and he was also a senator. Um, you know, he was in Congress. And he started Roofing Day in D.C., you need to go to Roofing Day in I guess D.C. I do. Yes. Oh my gosh! It's April 18th, 19th, I believe this year, and the roof the roof pack is the the roofing industry's uh, political action committee. You know, um, supported through private donations. They they take care of everything for you. You get a paper. Here's your appointments. Here's who you're meeting with. The day before, Beautiful. they do role playing and they tell you these are the issues and here's what we do. We have four or five hundred people show up. We're all wearing something red. You know, we're, we're swarming the halls of, of D.C., you know, and, and we're talking about CTE, career and technical education. We're talking about workforce development. We're talking about HB1 visas. And you get in this room with four or 500 people who are all from states all over the country and they're meeting with their legislators. It makes a difference. And people go, Wow. The, the roofing industry, like, I I never thought about it because they have that negative perception. Yes. So we're changing the opinion and the minds of our senators and representatives, and we're making change happen. We had bills passed based, you know, c- because we showed up and we supported it. So anybody that's new that's getting into this industry that doesn't feel proud isn't talking to the right people. Well, they need to talk to you because I'm energized right now. <laughs> Folks, you may know it's Karen Edwards, Roofer's Coffee Shop. i got a final question here for you. One I think you're going to like because I really want to know this from you. I want you to highlight somebody in the industry who doesn't get highlighted. Um, somebody that you can think of here that does do a good job within here, is doing a lot for um, the roofing community, the roofing industry, um, that maybe perhaps isn't at the front line, they don't have the cameras on them. Who, in your opinion, is someone doing a great job out there that more people, my audience, should be introduced to? And we'll try to find all their tags that we can get them introduced. Anybody come to mind for you? <laughs> I know um, I'll put you on the spot right here. We didn't talk about this or anything. No, but. we didn't. And, you know, uh, 
I, when you say in the spotlight, like I, I know some amazing people like John Kenny. Um, he's he's yeah. Cotney Consulting Group, right? Okay. Um, he he was a roofer for 45 years. Now he works for a consulting company and helps helps contractors straighten out issues in their business, how to be a better estimator, how to have processes and, and operations better. And John is the nicest person. He gives back, he does free educational webinars. He just wants to help people be successful. Now, John is known, he does classes at a lot of conferences, mm -hmm. um, but he is got the biggest heart. Uh, but so there's so many people, I, I can't pick just one. Um, I think awesome. Wendy Marvin, Wendy Marvin is, owner of Matrix Roofing and Home Solutions in Vancouver, Washington. She's just coming on the NRCA board now. Now, she's a smallish contractor, yeah. few million dollars a year in a small community, but she's getting involved in the industry and giving back because she's committed and believes in elevating the industry as a whole. She, you, you could pick up the phone and call her and she would tell you anything you, you need to know. I love Wendy. Um, uh, you're going to see a lot more of her. She is uh, the president of RT3, um, that organization you know, committed to technology and technology and roofing specifically. And um, you're going to see big things from her. She's trying to get the Skills USA going in her state, okay. um, struggling a little bit. But people like that who aren't just in it to help themselves, they're in it to, to help others. So shout out to Wendy, shout out to John. I mean, yeah. I could go on and on. Trent, Trent Cotney, do you know Trent? Yes, to Cotney. Oh my gosh. Trent it donates pro bono legal services to almost every association in the industry. You know, he's at Adams and Reese now, and he's a he's a heck of a guy, man. I, I just have so many, so many. Well, I'll tell you what, I think the people would say the same thing about you. You've made a positive impact, and I think <laughs> if, I you, asked, if I asked these three right here, Wendy, John, Kent, I think they'd probably punch in your name to the top. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes when you do this stuff, you don't know who listens, you don't know who watches. They become a little bit, I don't know what you want to say, it just becomes a little bit disheartening at times. Um, you've been able to keep something going for, I would say, longer than anybody else has in the tech world. When it comes to podcasts, introduction, and news, you, uh, you've definitely set the standard. Um, I appreciate what you do. I don't. I, maybe somebody needs to tell you. I mean, every day we could use somebody to say that, because um, hey, I don't get the information you do. I don't have the opportunity. It, it's and, true. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's appreciated. You, you, you always bring you know with joy to listening to something about roofing for crying out loud. Um, we love roofing. <laughs> I'll leave it right there. Okay, everybody. Karen Edwards. How can they get in touch with you? How can they get in and more involved with Roofers Coffee Shop and your entire platform? Where do they go for what all yeah. that? RoofersCoffeeShop.com. There you go, RoofersCoffeeShop.com. Get in touch with Karen, Heidi, the whole crew over there. They will take care of you. I appreciate you making time for this because you, yeah. you're everywhere, and you made time for us, and we appreciate here at our show. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, buddy. Until next time, everyone, thank you so much.